0: My name is Francois Pina and this is the World Rugby Podcast.
1: Francois Pina, not the only big name that we've got on this episode. Coming up a little later, two ex-international, Tiana Penetani and Philippa Tudiette. We've got Sean McMahon wallaby and now aussie sevens player first up though it is my great pleasure to bring in two men who've both captained their countries in the world of sevens rob vickerman and carl tanana kt vicks welcome to Sea town how good is cape
2: town oh it's been a pleasure But alongside you fresher first trip here what <laughs> I, a place it is i cape can't town get Morgan.
1: enough of this joint
0: oh, you smiled since you landed, hey, but we? how
1: can't you like you're under the shadows of Table Mountain. Where's Table Mountain? And then you've got the the glistening waters on the other side of the ocean. The food, the people, best ever.
0: Kemps Bay. How good. Oh, How good.
1: Oh, it's the best. Uh let's let's before we get into more around what's happening in South Africa, take a quick look at stop one of the HSBC Sevens World Series and check in with what played out in Dubai via our commentators cup.
3: What an atmosphere here in Dubai. Perry Baker, he's
1: 90%
0: legs and 10% body. It's brilliant from Tui. There he is, Trey
4: Williams, known as Quadzilla. Let's have a look at those things. Must be a nightmare to buy jeans. Here's the winner, it's Marcos Moroni, who
1: will ice it for Argentina. They have beaten the series
0: champions, BG, here. Cheetah Ember bumps off the Canadian defender. Rambunctious play.
5: This is the match you want to be in.
1: It's the men about to do their thing. New Zealand v South Africa.
3: The smiling assassin, Stacey Waka. She makes it look easy. She just tears teams apart. 17-14 New Zealand champions in Dubai.
1: Headle wide for Swoizwapi. Six. Sobello, Sonella, going, going, gone. And here is the gold medal for South Africa. All right, we're going to get into what's to come this weekend in just a second. But let's go back and go into a deep dive around some of those highlights from the Desert Fellas. Uh, where do we start? Where do we kick it off with? What caught you? What do you want to see more of? Who did you enjoy watching? Where did it all wrap up for you
2: in the dust? Well, one of the big news first few days was about New Zealand getting beaten by the French and the women's the first time ever. That was a pretty big thing. Uh, that was our scout for the day. Jordan Conroy, he got five tries in one tournament. I was not known for scoring tries, Katie. You were. Five in a game. How ridiculous is that? He
0: just doesn't pass. That's what that is. He
2: doesn't <laughs> pass, I reckon
0: Fiji losing for the first time in pool play in nine years. Yeah, like so. How out, out of it's that?
1: Yeah, that was nuts. So uh, Argentina, the team that clipped yeah. Fiji. So it was the first time in nine years. Was it? The, was it the first time ever in Dubai? It was the first time in ever in Dubai mm-hmm. that Fiji didn't make the quarterfinals. Is yeah, that right? That's right. Yeah, yeah.
2: And it was a jack team as well. Yeah, it was pretty loaded team. They come into it flying. Everything about Fiji looked big, looked strong, and they just got absolutely undone.
0: And, and the thing is, there's permutations going forward in Cape Town as well. I mean, the pool that have been given now because of that. Good luck.
1: Yeah, it's a nuts. <laughs> it's a nuts pool. We will get into that in a little more detail later. Uh, let's get into the final. So we saw New Zealand up against South Africa, and. It's the Blitzbox who come away as champions, back on top.
0: I want to ask you, like, me and Shawnee were up top, but for you, how brutal was it? Because you are right on the sideline. Well,
2: it was intense. Yeah. I mean, South Africa, twice getting over New Zealand's line without getting the ball down, stayed there for four minutes. The amount of work they had to do to score a try was incredible. But a testament to their endeavour, tenacity, whatever adjectives you want to throw in. South Africa were on a different level, mate. They are incredibly fit at the moment. You're a near eh? yeah. day. <laughs> he's
1: right. In, he's right all the way into it, aren't you, Vix? They were, but they. I mean, that was a that was it was it was a thumping yeah. final, and it was quick. Like it was real quick early on as well. Like it was
2: just relentless. Who nails New Zealand? It's just not done, is it?
0: Well, I think it was the first time. Oh, second time ever, and despite the
2: You man. might have been playing first time, we no. 19 well, years
0: was, ago. We always scored. We'd even go for the drop goal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I time, think it was the first time. It was Certainly the first
1: time in Dubai. I think it's the second time in the history of the series held to the Cup final. Yeah,
0: yeah, No, it didn't happen on my watch. So, I mean, you know, that, I think it just shows you how how, how good the defence was, you know. I mean, I think a couple of mistakes from New Zealand probably attributed to the scoreline in the end. But, um, you know, I think just talking to the Kiwi boys, they were pretty happy with their, with their effort. On defense just yeah. the and
2: some of those it, guys yeah. for South Africa had been playing 15s previously, yeah. so you know that seven sharpness that you only get through playing wasn't you know potentially there as much. At, but yeah, who's talking there? Ruan Nell, Ruan Nell Speckman, he'd been out a while playing a bit of yeah. 15s. When was the last time we saw? When was the last time we saw Sanatlin? Was it we're going back? He was, was two he years, year? he did the first two, same yeah. as this year. So a lot of those yeah. boys are playing these first two tournaments and going back into 15s. Uh, I think with Werner Cocky was out in France, he was playing for Toulouse for a while, so. Yeah, these guys have had an exposure Fifteens so 15s, come back into sevens now and are looking sharp. They're putting their hands up for the Olympics and that's the big draw for them. But yeah, they're, they're looking awesome. And their academy team also won the Invitational in Dubai. Mm. So they're fully loaded. That's crazy, eh? The depth that he had, that Neil Powell
1: had with those other guys on the backfield, like insane. Yeah.
0: Two world players, former world players. Yeah. Plus you've got M.P. Visser out the back. you got Branko Depria as well it's I mean just, I think he got told not to play but he said he wanted to be available valuable camp town so he said stuff it I'm playing on the backfield
1: yeah. oh man oh man he's just got so much to work with uh, what else caught you so uh, I think we kind of skimmed across Jordan Conroy a little too quickly mm-hmm. there because he's tie in as well he's with Ireland as their first tournament as a core team on the circuit five tries in a game I think it was the first time since I think it's there's only been another 2010
2: one. who was that nerd yeah <laughs> uh, I don't know I, would, I remember playing David Strettle got five in a game Mike Friday was coaching England and took him off at half oh. <laughs> Still on there, mate, imagine still on that. There. He's going to get two hat tricks, mate. I'm on for it. But no, it was back in the day where it wasn't that competitive. It was yeah, 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 you get teams that were getting blown out because that was island up against Scotland. That's a that's a decent little clash. It was a really oh, yeah. good game. Like sixty six, points, sixty points total. Six different leads. Of the game as well. I had a little questions to you, but we ran over, so I didn't have enough time to ask. Yeah, Uh
1: Conroy, so he's put his hand up as uh, a potential runner for the top try score on the circuit. As we touched on, say Bello, Sinatla back in. Who else caught you on, the, uh, on that front?
2: I thought your way, Rayasi, mate. He is yeah. a sevens
1: machine. New Zealand's Celestia uh, so Rayasi. Yeah.
0: Coming off the bench, I think he's still not fit enough. That's why they're using him in that capacity. Might get a bit more of a run this weekend, you know, because they need something. Out, out on the edge, I think,
2: New Zealand. He's back in the old Frank Calai days, isn't he? Like what, yeah, six yeah. foot four, six foot five? Mass- like 20 or something too? He's young, yeah, baby he's a face.
0: He's aggro too. He's, yeah, aggro like,
1: bloke. he's got like he's got some he's got some go about him. Let's okay, let's now swing it into Cape Town. What's to come this weekend? Which way is it all gonna play out?
2: What well, KT's touching it already, the massive story from Cape Town, with the snake being back in for the drawing. Mm-hmm. Paul A, you have got three medalists from last year's Cape Town 7s.
1: Give them to us and then explain the snake to those listening, how we decide what's going to be lined up where for the next tournament. So teams. give us
2: give 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 us 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 the teams what we've got as a result of the snake. Right, so in Pool A, yep. South Africa, USA and Fiji, based mm-hmm. on the fact that the ranked teams, 1 to 16, then get put in the four pools of four in that order. So 1, 2, 3, 4 and then fifth joins Pool D and then back across. Yeah. Okay. So that makes it tricky. If
1: you, if you have an off tournament or a couple in a row, you get stuck in the snake. What? What are you laughing it's, at? No, no.
2: It's not just tricky. It's the spiral of death, mate. It's a horrific Is it? place to be. So what if you, you in land there? in the wrong part
1: of the snake, you're in strife. Were you in snake? You were never in snake town? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Carlton, I never, never hit snake no. time with NZ, but you did with England.
2: But We were in snake city. We were in you're the, the jungle. We were, mate. We yep. were cut off. So away. what
1: happened as a result of it? You plummeted to where in the world? Twelve. You were tw- was So England were Briefly 12th England in the world. A couple of tournaments, yeah. And
2: that was with Benny Ryan in charge? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not a fan of the Snake. He's not no. a fan of the Snake. Well, the problem is you end up, if you're third seed, you see it a lot in the women's that we're now replicating, you're in a, a third seed slot against two of the top eight. So when you're looking at it this year, you know, Fiji as the team that tanked in Dubai, alongside South and USA, three of last year's top four. The three medalists from last year's Cape Town sevens. What chance... But then it's a bit of a shame in one way because whilst there'll be absolute bangers of games, we're gonna lose one of those guys yeah, a- from the Cup. So who are we gonna lose?
0: Who? Huh? Oh jeez.
2: I'm guess. going USA. I don't think they're firing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the home team,
0: I think they'll get through, yeah. They've struggled
1: here, though, South Africa in years past. We spoke to Sheikh Soizwap he, the other day, and uh, he said it's tough. It's tough in your home tournament.
0: Well, it is, because every other team wants to beat you, you know, Apex. I, mean? mm. I mean, the other 15 teams is going hard just to knock out the home side. But I think then you know, they always make the final, so I don't think that's going to be any question. So you reckon
2: USA go? Yeah, I think they're missing Flower massively, that kind of yeah, key playmaker. He's yeah. the kicker as well, so the yep. stats have gone down on that. Okay, so... Pinky.
1: Uh, Pinky. Pinky oh, Pinky's yeah. not here He's having a bit of a break Ben Pinkelman, Dream Team member last year uh, Then we swing into Which other pools Vicks And what else is catching your eye What What are you looking at me Like that for You've done no prep Have you Lucky Come I'm on on, no, I'm,
2: Lucky. All I'm all in on pool A That's what <laughs> I say <think>. He's <laughs> just got
0: everything on A You muppet
1: I'll uh, I'll transition into pool B for you I just want to just, just Keep on your toes there chief <laughs> Pool B has KT's NZ up yeah. against Wales and Argentina, Canada. Argentina were good last week. as we said, beating Fiji. got a good physical approach. to The game revolves in their little gusts on the Granite Man and or uh, well, was good as well.
0: They suck the second tournament because they, they I actually think they get better. And one of those tough sides is so physical, and you know what it's like when you're a bit sore and a bit weary. And you get a team
2: like that, it just sucks. Yeah, like the dogs aren't they? Like, oh my god, yeah. we have got Argentina. Just, <laughs> give, it. Up. Please, just it. give up, please. Just
0: give up. Chase to the death. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: what you mean? They just hang. They'll just hang us as in, as, hang uh, in there. And just like boys to blade mate.
2: You just don't ever give in. They're yeah. just relentless.
1: Yeah. So they're uh, they're in that pool alongside New Zealand, Canada, and Wales. The men in uh, the men in red will be up against it on that front. Some mm. good signs away from Canada yep. and Wales last week that they can build on through new coach uh, Henry, Paul. Henry Paul. And well, we should touch on the Canadian coach uh, Henry Paul. And give people an insight, a bit of background on to what he's done like in rugby and rugby league.
0: Oh yeah, Kiwi, he was absolutely brilliant. I remember playing against him in Wellington when he was playing for England and it's one of the only players actually turned me inside out. He was wicked, eh, on his feet.
2: Yeah, he, he changed the way England played for years. And what was Sevens amazing? and 15s? He did play for England 15s, 15, but it was an absolute car crash. He, uh, he got, he got <laughs> took off at half-time. What? He, yeah, got put in the, he got put in the pitch He got, in the he got a hook. a 32-minute substitution at one point. Fair dinkum. Bit, yeah. bit of a, a flop for him on that front. But it, I actually played with him at Leeds, because yeah. 15s, and he is just awesome. Mm. But the way he played sevens changed the game, because he stood in the middle of the pitch mm. and changed play often. His whole direction of play de- decided where they went. Turns out he can't pass off his left; just do to his right. So just, that's really a league just,
0: thing, though, because right? when they cause we're, we know, always stay on one side predominantly.
2: Yes. So when you go to the other side. Yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And the most Kirkus. importantly, Henry Paul is a good tourist. He's a oh, great tourist. Oh, he's top
0: top man. Hey. One good of the
1: great. Might have to curtail that. Looking <laughs> after some of those Canadian boys, dragon. Yeah,
2: he'll be all right, mate. Yeah, right. Been pa- there, it, done
1: it. Paul C, <laughs> France, Spain, England, and Scotland. Uh, France. Beating Argentina last week and England, I thought England were terrific. I thought they were excellent from the out last week, and they look most likely. But Scotland, Scotland can potentially ask some of maybe Spain. Can they?
2: I don't think so. I'm getting no, blanked no, there. No, yeah, no. I'm, I'm getting so. So Scotland are looking a little bit rusty for them. They normally come into it swinging a bit, but that second week will benefit them because they're the full time, you know, professional athletes yes. in Scotland. They've had a good preseason. Uh, Spain—they uh, tend to a bit of an anomaly in Dubai. Actually. they didn't really do what they normally do, which is just keep the ball forever and play their kind of a game. But mm. um, I don't know. I think look at that, Paul. I probably
0: we all know It depends what French team turns yeah, up. Yeah, But I, I was going to
2: say to you before for the French. I thought we were going to fly into this year, be yeah, amazing. Yeah, so they they carved up in some of the pre-season stuff. Um, looking ace. They've got two, three players in the wings that are really good that mm. haven't come through yet. Uh, and Ben Ryan's there now Consulting for them So they've kind of got That little bit of structure and guidance Which he often brings so, But I do like the French I think it's about time They step yeah. up
1: yeah. It's, You know what You're right It's a really good squad Again And we saw it last year Two uh, cup finals appearances And there were glimpses Of that again On the weekend In Dubai And then finally Paul D has Australia Ireland Samoa And Kenya All squaring off Samoa geez, they were Good in tough Circumstances last week With all the issues Going on back home they found a way to, to punch their way through to the bronze final game, men.
2: They're looking strong. They're just so physical and how they play it. But actually, their fitness was probably the thing that set them aside because they didn't blow up. Normally, they do. Um, there was a time against Australia where there were three players in their own half walking back in the last play. But even so, got through. So, you know... Teach methods that KT knows all too well about. Yeah. You're
0: just talking to one of the boys, Lossie Filippo, actually, just in, yes. on the way up here. He said the training was supposed to go for an hour said and, of course, Tits extended it, doubled it. Oh. <laughs> As per, you know. But, like you're right. The, the fitness level is extreme for them.
2: You also skirted over our first sight of Quadzilla for the Aussies. That Trey Williams.
0: He didn't really get too many
1: touches in open field, did he? He was limited in his involvements, not through any fault of his own.
2: No. And there was more midfield, wasn't there? Whereas if you get him on the end, the guy's, what, 10.1?
1: Yeah, 10, 10.1. He's in, the, he's in our race. Do you reckon we need to handicap our sprint race between the fastest guys on the circuit? Like, do you handicap it? With what? Well, was it just out and out run? Straight run, do you reckon? Or do you reckon you have to carry a football? So if was... I said boots and footy. You need yeah, yeah, both. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 60 yeah,
2: yeah. So only 60, one on 100? Well, this was done in one of the Super League fastest races that they had every year back in the day. They made it a 100 metre race. But then didn't account for the fact that the railings were 10 metres past the post. <laughs> so these guys are absolutely tanking it. I mean, these are our, you know, rapid guys, sub 11 yeah, yeah, second yeah. runners. So then the year after it, going, okay, for health and safety, we've got to make it a 90 metre race, but didn't tell everyone. So some of them were still gunning through to 100, others pulled up at 90. Others, oh, okay. yeah, it was a bit confusing. Oh, so you want 60 metres, Six, ball with in hand. Cup. There needs to be a cut in there as well. Change the direction, left and right. Seriously? I've been you through
0: this. No, you've got to go straight, don't you? Oh, straight straight line. line running. Straight line.
2: Out and out, who's the fastest?
1: Yeah. Okay, so we've got Conroy, Carlin Isles, now Trey Williams as well, uh, Sanatla,
2: Perry Baker, Horton. Dan, Horton. Dan Norton. Yeah. Guy in Ireland coming through called Aaron Sexton. He is the seventh Relation fastest off. ever. No. Seventh fastest ever Irishman. Fastest schoolboy of all time in Ireland. He is 10.4. Okay. All right. Well, I
1: still want us to work on making yeah. that an actuality before I let you two it. men get back <laughs> to your it. get back to your preparation for this our uh, second stop on the circuit. A winner this weekend, if you wouldn't mind. I think you nailed know, last week's. I I went South Africa. I think you went South Africa, did you? Darren went South Africa. No? Darren did. Darren, default, Darren, Darren Stanford. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll just go. I'll go. Sa again. Who are you guys up with? I'm going to check
2: out the bounce back ability, Fiji. How about Ooh. that? Ooh. That's left field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. Fiji for you.
0: I actually think New Zealand's going to go all right. They're okay. looking good, mate. They're they then they so go right. right they, they like right it here, don't they? They do.
1: They go well in Cape Town. I'm, Strong. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's three of the big three in the country that has the big five ticked off. Now I say goodbye to the big two, who are Rob Pickham <laughs> and big man. Carl. <laughs> there it from, is. From uh, well, thank, it you, thank you, men. Uh, we'll see you, you across the weekend calling all the action. And uh, right now we're going to check in with one of the stars who's returned to the World of Sevens back on deck this weekend. Well, Mac, the last time that you and I sat down, it was at a blackjack table and we we're discussing whether to go all in or not. That was like four or five years ago. Fast forward now, Cape Town, South Africa, it's been a crazy last few years for you.
5: Yeah, it has been a crazy last few years. You know, a lot's happened. Um, you know, left Australia, decided to take my family over to Japan, to um, Suntory Sun Goliath, um, and now kinda back where it all started for me. Um, back in sevens. Yeah, take us back to that. So your last run around in the Aussie colours was twenty fourteen. Is that right? Yeah, that would have been the Com Games back in Glasgow. It would have been the last time I had run in Sevens, So, quite a while ago now. Do you miss this whole travelling circus in the team
1: room, the teams all together in that kind of thing?
5: Yeah, it's crazy. It's um, you know, there's so many teams and people around the hotel at lunch, at breakfast, at dinner. It, it, you do miss it a little bit. All the all the craziness of it all, but it's still awesome, and it's great to be back around it.
1: Uh, speaking of working your way back into the team, sweet so cut running a Hawaiian shirt early in the week with some of your old teammates was that part of your reintroduction? Thanks to Louis Holland and a few of the other boys. Yeah, I think so.
5: You know, Rocket and and Louis we got into a, got around each other when we first got in. I haven't seen him in quite a while, so it's a bit of a reintegration back into the side, and it was good to good to see those boys and get get around it. What did you what caught you about coming back to Sevens? Why have you come back to short? Um, I think just the opportunity with the Olympics around the corner, um, you know, while she rang me up and said, you know, would I be interested in, in getting around it? And we were able to make things work with my, obviously, my Japanese club, Suntory, and and wanting to come back and it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and and I'd love to do, be able to help out in any way possible. You've been put through your paces on the trading paddock, and it ain't easy, is it, coming back 15 oh, to sevens? There's so much space out on the field that you, you forget about, it. you know, 15s, you've got someone right next to you no more than a metre and I'm out there training today and I've got about five metres each side, so, you know, getting used to that again and the pace that training was at again today, was just the lungs are absolutely blown. For those uh, other players who are considering the jump back from 15s to sevens
1: ahead of the olympics uh how i mean how hard is it how much game time do you reckon you need before
5: you're firing again um i think having the ability i know i'll be able to get two tournaments indefinitely. that I, that i'm going to get the chance to to play in which i think you know that for me i feel would be a bit of a minimum because i'll get that feel again for the sevens i know just being back training i know that it's going to take a few games for me to really get that feel again for that Sevens environment, especially out on the field. A lot of Aussie rugby fans will be stoked
1: seeing you back in national colours this weekend in Cape Town. Are we sort of getting the hopes up that maybe you'll
5: bounce back to the Wallabies side down the track as well? Geez, who knows? You know, That's down the track. All I'm focusing on right now is Cape Town and, and getting that gold jersey back on for the Sevens. And when you do go back to club 40 before potentially coming back into the Sevens again, you're with Suntory
1: with some familiar faces back. In yep. Japan as well?
5: Yeah, obviously you've got Samu Karevi, you've got Matty Gido, that I play with over there. They're all great boys. So we have a great side there at Suntory. And uh, Samu Karevi, he's been thrown up as a potential returnee
1: or be his first swing in Aussie 7's colours. How do you reckon Samu would go?
5: Yeah, I think, you know, you've seen how he plays wallabies. He's a destructive ball runner. Um, he would absolutely kill it, I think, especially with his pace, his offload game as we've seen him throughout, you know, the World Cup and that. So I think he'd, he'd be a great addition if he was able to get back for it. I always tell fans at Sevens events to pace themselves. And I'm going to tell you the same thing for this weekend. Just take it easy and work your way into the tournament, right? <laughs> I think that might be the best idea, <laughs> but I don't think I'm capable. It's 110% or nothing, so we'll see how we go. Enjoy yourself. Great to see you back. Yeah, will do. Cheers. You, OK, now
1: we're going to rip into the women's side of things. And I'm so lucky to welcome to the World Rugby podcast 2 ex internationals Philippa Tudia and Tiana Penitani ladies welcome
4: thanks Shawnee. thanks hello us.
1: are we pronouncing that right tutiet uh is there a welsh like <laughs> variation on this
4: you know what there's not really it's actually originally french so i'm sure i probably don't say it as nice as as the french would probably say it but it's just tutiet
1: tutiet Tatiet. Tatiet. Tatier how did you go Tatier in your first tournament on the series
4: yeah I loved it it was Commentary. awesome yeah. yeah it was really really good so I've done quite a bit of uh, 15s now um, since I retired last year and that's been a great experience but 7s was just something else um, I absolutely love the 7s game obviously I, I really enjoyed my time with, with 15s but 7s for me was just my absolute passion so now to be able to talk about it with other people who love geeking out about it as much as I do it's, it's just absolutely dream yeah she was phenomenal I, it was so much fun
3: working with you Pip and I think you took us all by surprise I know my first tournament in Sydney 2018 I was so super nervous but you took it like a duck takes to water oh, like you were you.
1: unreal so what, who is the biggest geek in the commentary team did you find in your first weekend
4: oh interesting. I think different people geek out about different aspects of the game, you know? <laughs> so I think Dallin will take you back to like 1928 where something happened with yes. some rugby player, blah, blah, blah. Yep. You know what I mean? Um but then equally, I mean, Ricky's knowledge of the female game is insane. Mm. Knowledge of names just off the cuff. Yep. Who played three years ago in this tournament? Oh, I think it was Bob. I'm like, wow, yeah. you're an encyclopedia.
1: Proper proper geek. Yeah. <laughs> A proper rugby nerd. Now, let's go back to Dubai as well. Both of you run me through how things played out, who shone for you in Dubai, and then we'll start to look ahead to Cape Town. What do you got from the desert?
3: Yeah, well... Dubai early stages like day one and two um I think it was all the typical suspects that mm. performed really well, and it was a little bit of a not a slow start but consistent to the- consistent start to the season and then come day three, oh my goodness, they were just. <laughs> Like Australia were unreal, but we th- we honestly thought that it would have been an Australia-USA final. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think we almost wrote off the Kiwis and the Canadians and the Canadians were just mm. the dark horses coming through and-, and obviously the Kiwis just shining through. They love Dubai and mm. the first team to go back-to-back um, with t- titles in Dubai. So, yeah, it was... Took us by surprise, day three.
4: Yeah, it did. I mean, Canada made the final uh, last year, didn't they? Which I remember sort of reading about, thinking, oh, that's a shame they've lost a bit of form since then. But hey, they proved us wrong. And that's the great thing about sevens, isn't it? You can never truly predict what's going to happen, especially that day three. Because you know yourself when you're playing, day three is, it can be challenging to get up for. And as we saw, France, day two, they, pe- they peaked too early, you know, beating New Zealand. And then a day three just didn't really bring their best game. And
3: that's the thing, there's so much. Uh, it's a completely different ball game when you're having to get up for three mornings rather yeah. than two, so usually the first game, day two is your quarter final then you've got your semis if you progress and then your final, but day three it completely changes the whole dynamic of things and um it's almost like a an endurance run in your mind mm.
1: Mm. who stood out for you too across those three days of action?
3: I was particularly impressed with the kiwis that probably don't get all of the limelight when when they're at at their full potential. So the likes of – you've got Portia Woodman, Sarah Hiddeny, um, Michaela Blythe that are superstars for that mm. for that New Zealand lineup and then you've you've got Stacey Walker who just yeah. really came out of her shell that weekend and and even in Glendale as well she was outstanding so um, she's had a phenomenal start to the season but it's the likes of those players and and the Aussie girls the young Aussie girls that really yes. performed well the Georgia Hanaway faith Nathan on debut and schooling some of the experienced players on the series I think it's really exciting to see where the game of sevens is going when you've got young talent mm. like that coming through the ranks
4: well yeah especially because Charlotte Haslick was out injured wasn't it and yeah. you know people were wondering how they're going to manage but they just open up to the door to the next round of superstars coming through don't they yeah. can, um,
1: we, can we also talk a little bit about the USA side so this is the first time a lot of us have got to see them because obviously the Glendale tournament was through the Rugby World Cup so a lot of us were getting our first look at them and in amongst that they are and I say this in um, in a tone of absolute adoration they are so Physically improved on what they've looked like. They are massive. Oh, yeah. Like, just, they look terrific.
3: Yeah, they're, they're amazing. You look at the physiques of those women, and I don't think it does it justice when you're watching it on TV and t- until you actually come face to face with them. You look at the likes of Christy Kershey, who's, she is, she's probably my height, and I'm about five foot seven, and just her physique. She's so, uh, just so physically built and so, I don't know, just, The the speed that she produces, as well as her in contact, you look at the likes of Naya Tapper, who's just an all-star track athlete. And then you look at um, like... Abby Gustaitis as well, yeah. who's like, she's got a phenomenal physique, but I, I agree, Sean. I think um, they're a real force to be reckoned with. And we called it a couple of seasons ago. It was a matter of, they they obviously had a big change to the face of their team. They got rid of almost half of three quarters of their their team from Rio in 2016 and then had a complete new face. And it, it was only a matter of time where they were just going to have to teach them how to play a more instinctive rugby yes. game rather than so structured yes. because they already had the speed. They already yeah. had the physicality, especially at the breakdown in contact there was they weren't lacking in that area but it was more the rugby brain side mm. of things and now they're playing good footy oh but it's you, so exciting
4: and you know what thing i like about usa is Sometimes you find when these new nations come in, they'll get a crop of players and that's it. They won't look beyond them mm. because they know they've got to upskill them so much So they'll just nurture them through a three-, four-year programme. But the USA are constantly looking for new talent as well. And we saw uh, Etty Hungara uh, coming off the, the bench. Oh, my days. The goose steps that <laughs> yeah. she was pulling were ridiculous. Yeah. She was playing with such confidence. Yeah. wasn't phased at all. So I'm loving the fact that they're embracing so many different um, styles of play because she is very much a you know an individual player in the best compliment in that she has quite a unique style of play and for some coaches they don't like that they like a you know a certain format but I think like you're saying there they're trying to get this more reactive instinctive type of play that's just so hard to, to play against because you can't predict it okay yeah.
1: before we swing into what's come this weekend in Cape Town uh, what have you done here in this unbelievable part of the world to sort of immerse yourself have you Hit the sights.
3: Yeah, we've tried oh, yeah. to. Obviously, um, had a big big travel day from Dubai to Cape Town on Sunday and then just oh. laid around lounged around a little bit. It was Philip's birthday on Sunday. <laughs> it so was 21 uh, twi- yeah, I was twenty one. I thought you were twenty three. I thought oh, you were saying, just
4: man, me. don't tell my real <laughs> age team.
1: Twenty one again. So you have had a chance to celebrate and yes. you, you've got to run us through the story of climbing lion's head. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. And that one of you made it and one of you didn't. <laughs> to the summit.
3: Well, yeah, look, have got to be proud of Pitt for doing her best. You're afraid of heights, aren't you?
4: I am, right? And I didn't tell anyone this because I'm a real believer in, in mindset and that you're a sum of your thoughts. So I'm not going to start, you know, a challenge like that telling people, oh, by the way, I'm scared of heights. So I was just like, this is a challenge. This is cool. I've, I've climbed table. We'll, we'll see how we do. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Health and safety does not exist in, in South Africa. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I'm starting to pick a bit of that oh. vibe up too, which I'm okay with.
4: Yeah, me too. Live oh, life on the edge, man. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> but... There was just this one point we got to, and I'm not joking, I'm not exaggerating, it was a sheer drop behind you. Yeah, But you was. had these metal um, bars that, bear in mind, don't work well when you're sweating because you're so nervous. Yes. <laughs> so you had to clamber up and they weren't just nicely in front of you. They were stretch out here, stretch out there, pull yourself up. And yeah i'm not gonna lie my heart was going and (laughs) i got up to a certain point i really challenged myself i was like okay i've got through this and literally it was a case of we turned the corner wasn't it and then we were like where do we go now it cannot be those you know just that rubble of rocks with a sheer drop all around it oh yeah that's the path oh cool i think i'll stay here guys (laughs) i got got my photos for insta i'm good
1: (laughs) i'll be at the hotel pool Probably not my hotel, but I'll be at a pool somewhere.
4: Oh, oh God. It, oh, let's right. not get
1: into that. Oh. We'll, we'll leave we'll leave that one out for you. So you've had a sample of what's um, towering over Cape Town oh. Stadium. Now let's go inside the field. I need a tip from you both this weekend. Last weekend we pinned down Ricky Swinell and she had to tip a player of tournament MVP as well. Uh, that was for Dubai and she got both wrong, but I'm going to let you both have a chance now to... Tip a winner and give us your player to watch—the one to watch this weekend on the women's Ooh. side in Cape Town.
4: Okay, then I am—I'm actually going to tip USA because I think that they will be very aggrieved from last week, um, and it was—you know—it was a close game for them to be knocked out. So I am going to tip USA to come back fighting. Uh, I love an underdog, so I am just going to give a little shout out to the Brazilian winger. Talia Costa um she is a great little speedster so if they can get the ball in her hands she's gonna score some tries for them so I want her, I'm gonna give her a little shout but Okay. apart from that um Brittany Ben okay. come back from injury absolutely Canada. for yeah, Canada she's
1: awesome uh, why are you laughing at Costa <laughs> there's there's a reason why are you laughing
4: no I I
3: completely agree with you Pitt, but yeah Talia Costa She's definitely one to watch In the pool games But I really want to see Brazil Take down some underdogs They can't just rely on one player Like the likes of Talia Costa Yeah you got to get the ball in her hands But then she might Because of what she showed Last week in Dubai She'll be heavily marked And if you shut her down Then you pretty much Shut the whole team down So they've got a big job To do Brazil
1: Yeah but I still need a tip For your tournament yeah. MVP And My, a tip for the winner
3: Yeah tournament MVP I think it'll be an Australia USA final It's really hard to look past the USA So I'm I'm going to go with USA there as well. But one to watch, Emma Tonegado. I don't think we saw too much of her. She was ruled out um, of the finals day. So I, I think she's definitely one to keep your eyes in on. In the
1: Aussie number five jersey? Is that Aussie right? number five, I think that's M's her. number five. Okay, so they're your tips. And lastly, a very quick word on how good it is to have the South African women mm. on display in their home tournament. It means so much to them. And hopefully they can ride the emotion of rugby around the country at the moment this weekend.
4: Yeah, and I think again, there another side is going to feel slightly aggrieved from qualifying for the 2016 Olympics, but then not actually being able to go. Well, That was
1: 2016, and it's happened again it's in 2020. Yeah, 2020 as well. No, but you're right. Like it's, oh. it's anyway. That's a chat that's for another, another day. yeah. A so I think you know day. they've
4: got a massive point to prove here because ultimately, if they can get the nation behind them, then people are going to be asking more questions and hopefully supporting them in the way that they deserve to be supported.
3: Yeah, and this is what they want. They want to, want to be part of the, the Core 12 and as much exposure as possible is going to be outstanding for their game. So I think they'll just be really ready to rip, um, rip in this weekend and get the boots back on against the best players in the world. So they'll get a lot out of this weekend. It'll be great to see them play.
1: Yeah. And it'd be great to hear both your voices as well across the weekend. Tiana Pinatani and Philippa Tutiet. <laughs> well, I just
4: don't want to try and say it so fast. <laughs> just tutti Just flatten it. We're going
1: to hear your voices Tutts. all weekend long as part of the World Rugby commentary. Uh, enjoy yourselves and stick to your own hotel pool. <laughs> Well, that is another episode in the rearview mirror. Don't forget to download the World Rugby 7 Series app to stay on point with all the results across the weekend in Cape Town. It is set to be a huge few days in South Africa. And we'll have the full wrap-up for you set ready to go next week as well. Enjoy the rugby and we'll catch you on the other side.